Life podcast. We're here talking about the business life, not the busy life. So I have a very special guest on the show today and uh, can't wait to introduce you to him and uh, let you hear his story and some things that he has to share today. Um, so I have the one and only Andrew Titus. Okay. So uh, Andrew is uh, the president of Fully Promoted. Do you have any other titles other than that? The king? Uh, j- just that now, right now. Fully promoted president. I'll take it. All right. All right. I love it. Uh, so some of the audience, uh, they might not know what fully promoted is, right? Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, so I just want to, again, introduce yourself. You know, give us a you know, 30-second you know, minute uh, about yourself. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Happy to help, Denny. Yes, sir. Donnie. So, so what I will tell you, uh, everyone, again, Andrew Titus here, I work as our president of Fully Promoted. Um, the business Fully Promoted hits very close to home for me. Um, my father, Ray, started Fully Promoted and United Franchise Group uh, 37 years ago now for United Franchise Group, 24 years ago for Fully Promoted. Uh, grew up in the business. Uh, first job was 10 years ago cleaning this building that okay. I'm standing in. Uh, done a lot of different roles since. Was yeah. a regional manager for the company based in Birmingham, Alabama. Nice. Uh, moved to New York City. Was there for about a year and a half as a regional manager for the company. Then moved to Florida as an RVP, regional vice president. Uh, was the youngest in the history of the company to win MVP of the sales team for nice. the regional vice president. Congratulations. Um, thank you. <laughs> and then was promoted to be our EVP of development where I managed in and was overseeing the regional vice presidents in the field. Uh, did that for about a year and a half, and then uh, my father knocked on my door one day and offered me to be president of Fully Promoted. Wow. Um, I say, Donnie, I say I thought about it for about five seconds and then said, yeah, let's do it. And uh, <laughs> it's been an awesome last year uh, as the president for Fully Promoted. And on a personal note, love basketball, a big Miami Heat fan. Okay. Uh, so love music. Piano is my 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 passion really? as well. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Very then cool. uh, also just got engaged two months ago hey. uh, by uh, my, my wonderful fiance, Taylor Gregory. Yes. And uh, it's a funny story because it kind of involves some business dynamics as well. Cause we met here uh, at the company. Okay. So, okay. So me. 37 years ago. So you must've been, you were, you probably weren't even born then. Uh, yeah. I was not even born. No. Wow. I was not, okay. Very cool. So yeah, pretty much grew up in in the business per se, right? So very cool. So uh, is this your dad uh, over on your right shoulder? Who's that picture behind you? No. So so that's actually Gary Rockwell. Okay. Uh, he was my father's mentor. Okay. Um, he passed away a couple years back, but they named an award uh, after him called the Rock Award. Okay. And basically what it is, it's given to um, a salesperson each year who shows consistency is kind mm-hmm. of a rock for the sales team. Uh, also loves to mentor people mm-hmm. and kind of give back and help the whole the whole team out. And it's a one of the coolest awards I, I think I've ever won. Um, and so have that one hanging on behind here. There you go. Very good. Excellent. All right. 
Um, well, thanks for, uh, you know, getting everybody up to speed on who you are and everything. And, uh, you know, it's one thing I promise the audience is I'm going to try to find the best people that I know that are in business, uh, good at their craft. And, and really the idea of this podcast was to give back to other entrepreneurs and business people, just some tangible tools, tricks, tips, um, maybe some ideas, inspiration, uh, that will keep them going. You know, there's many people that listen here that aren't part of like a large franchise group or a large, you know, uh, networking group or something like that. So they could use this podcast really to stay connected to other business, uh, entrepreneurs and, and just gleam some good information out of it. So we're really looking to dig in, uh, to your journey and, um, you know, there's something special, uh, the reason I really had you in mind, there's something special uh, about your story that really connects with my family. Because one thing, whenever we were at United Franchise Group buying Gray's Craze and fully promoted, um, the story behind it, right, that y'all were uh, a family, worked together. You know, um, I don't think we said this, but you have a couple brothers that are in the business as well, too, right? Do you just have the two brothers? Two, two brothers okay. and three cousins, and of course, my father in yes. the business every day. Right, right, right. Uh, so a lot of family dynamics, right, within the business. And, uh, you know, it sort of resonates with me as well, too, because with our, you know, our business life journey, I guess you could say, started with our martial arts schools. And uh, so with my, my two boys and my daughter being on the mat with us training, uh, you know, whenever they turned 15 and 16, they wanted some money. The only way they can get money from me is if they work. So <laughs> I said, okay, well, if you want some money, then let's get to work and help me out with this business. And, and, uh, so they sort of just stuck around and went from, uh, you know, pushing the broom, sweeping janitor, and, and then actually teaching, being, you know, head running the school and things like that. So, um, that really resonated with me, y'all's story. And so, just like to dig into maybe that dynamic and a little bit about the legacy, right? Because one thing I know, and, and I'd like to get your take on this, one thing that I've seen is people start businesses for many different reasons. One thing that I heard uh, your dad tell me whenever we were there was you have to keep the end in mind. And I'm sure you've heard that probably more than once or twice, right? Uh, so let's dig yeah. into that, right? And, and let's keep the end in mind. What are some things that, uh, you know, you see as people are starting businesses, right? Their reasoning, why, right? Yeah. Well, I will tell you, you know, it's it's something being a part of the family business, again, can relate, obviously, with first job cleaning the building. You know, I, I remember 10 years ago, my father, I was a you know senior in high school at the time, and my father would send me home and or worse, he would make me work the rest of the day if I didn't shave or come in with oh. a, my shirt tucked in, like those okay. little things, right? Okay. Just kind of instilling in, into us discipline nice. uh, in the business and always earning it every day. Nice. But I, I think people go into business for a lot of different reasons. It could be for to have their control their own destiny. It right. could be to be their own boss. They don't. They're tired of of answering to someone. They want to answer themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I love I love the fact that. You know, for us, we can work with people in different situations every day. Yeah. Okay. And we see yeah. different things every day, right? I'm whether, sure. again, whether it's someone who wants to just work for themselves, who maybe has, you know, four or five other businesses that they're running, they're just adding this to their portfolio. Mm -hmm. uh, so we deal with a lot of different people coming from a lot of different walks of life. Uh, and we can, we have to, you know, try to relate the best we can and ultimately give them the best service we can too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, um, when did you, when did you realize that you wanted to be in the family business? Right. Um, and you got any funny story about, 
you know, get into the family business? Well, I, I, I definitely knew it was something in the back of my mind for forever. Obviously, okay. you know, so when, since we were we were growing up at the dinner table, he would talk about it, and it was always interesting. Mm. Uh, but but funny funny story for me is I actually went to school initially uh, for acting and directing. Oh, theater. okay, yeah, okay. And so so I went there initially and did that because my dad always said, you know, follow your passions as long as you can, yeah. and then you always have the business to fall back on. Right. Yep. If you if you if you don't want it, if it doesn't work out, you can always fall back. That was his yep. vision. Yeah. You know, when his dad told him mm. when he was joining the business, he wanted to be a professional basketball player. Oh, okay. and he took that as far as he could, and ultimately, he wasn't good enough or quick enough or could jump high enough to make the NBA, and right. so he got into franchising. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So same same thing with me ultimately, and you know, I I came to that realization during college, and okay. ultimately became a business major, a dual major, marketing management, and then mm. still at the same time had that itch, though, to get into performing arts or theater acting. And so I, that's one of the reasons why I initially moved to New York City. But moving to New York City, you got to pay for it somehow. So <laughs> yeah. I got a job with the company while go. in New York City. And the goal was to ultimately do auditions or do meetings in for, for directing on the side. Right. And I'll tell you what, I got started. I did it for did it for about a month working for the company. Never went on one audition, never went on one meeting mm. and fell in love with the business even more there and haven't looked back. Yeah, yeah. I definitely would imagine, you know, the the passion that you felt your dad had and stuff, right? That was just, you know, it uh, ingrained into you. So, um Whenever, uh, whenever you were starting the business, was it, uh, you know, I'm not sure because I talked to you and I talked to you, um, your brother, one of y'all, your dad had just like dropped you off one time. And was that, was that you? That was, that was AJ. 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 Okay. Yeah. I thought that story was hilarious. Can you sh- go ahead and share it? I know it's AJ, yeah. but yeah, go ahead and share yeah. it. It's hilarious. So I think I think my dad was still doing a trial or error. You know, I like to say I got the best of his parenting because I'm the youngest. Ah, uh, okay. But you know, AJ, AJ is the oldest. Yeah. And he, he said, uh, you know, AJ's thinking uh, he's going to train him for this day. And he, his, my dad said, I'm going to teach you how to sell signs because obviously first business was Signorama. Okay. And so they get in a car. AJ's thinking this is going to be a great father and son bonding experience <laughs> where you know the sage. Uh, wisdom is going to be poured onto him and he's going to give him all the key lines and they're in the car and my dad goes all right get out of the car aj and he gets out of the car and my dad shuts the door and he locks the door he rolls down the window and says okay go sell signs and he drives away <laughs> and he drove away and aj had to figure it out i mean yeah. but you know yeah. to, to me I love that story too, because yeah. it's, again, we've all had our, our moment, you know, like that with our dad and getting it yeah. at the end of the day, what he was trying to tell us and tell AJ in that moment is it's about work ethic. Yeah. It's about putting numbers in your favor and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what your last name is. It doesn't matter where you come from. Yep. It doesn't matter who you are at the end of the day, you need to work hard and earn it every single day. Man. I love it. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. Very cool. So, yep. good one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, one thing I, you know, with my kids being in the business, and I know there's some entrepreneurs that start business for maybe leaving a legacy to family, right? I've heard that quite a bit. Um, 
you know, how do you honor, uh, you know, the legacy that your father um, started with the company and the founding principles? And how do you also sort of like implement your own vision in there? Right. I mean, still honoring what was given to you, not say given to you, but set up, I guess you would say, you know, the, the structure was set up um, and then, you know, massaging your way into it. How, yeah. Am I making that clear? Yeah, yeah, okay. it, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, me and Agent Austin like to say, and our job is to not mess this up. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were definitely, it was definitely set up. Yeah. Um, you know, and our job again is to continue to earn it every single day. Yeah, but absolutely, I, I think it's we spent so much time with him, especially now in the office, where we kind of know what he would do. Nice. And the good part is now he's still obviously extremely involved in the business yeah. every day. He's in every day uh, still. So yep. you know, it's ultimately. He gives us, we've been around him, so we know the decisions he would do. But at the same time, he gives us the freedom to make our own decisions, especially yeah. those of us who are presidents of the companies. Right. Uh, you know, for, for myself, I know, and I know for AJ, you know, with Signer M in Austin for Cannoli Kitchen now, uh, his whole mindset is he'll give advice, but at the end of the day, it's we're, we're the president. We have to make the decision. Right. And right. we make the decision, even if it it's the right, the one he agrees with or the or different. Mm. It's our decision and we have that freedom to make that decision and we have to live with the consequences if there are, right? Yeah. And so that's that's been his style for us is is letting us at the end of the day make the decision. And now he'll steer us in the right direction if he really thinks it's not the best one, but yeah. at the end of the day he he uh we know how we know a lot of times how he would respond to certain things now. Yeah, I could I could definitely hear him asking some questions about the decision and and it's like okay if he's asking these questions and maybe i should steer it this way right correct am, am, correct. I, am I uh fleshing that out right you are those one-on-ones can get yeah. a little intense sometimes yeah. with questions there yeah so it's yeah, all yeah. good for sure <laughs> yeah um so yeah just you know um so what i'm hearing you know in the story is that you know he worked with you for a time right hey I'm going to show you how to do this, right? And then he walked next to you. He said, let's do this together, right? And then he's like, okay, I want you to go out in front and make those decisions. And then eventually it becomes to a, hey, I trust you, right? Obviously, um, I'm going to still inspect and have my hand, you know, uh, feelers out there to make sure things are going well. But that process, does that sound about uh, what you experience? It, it does. And yeah. we, we all still have our mentors. You know, obviously mm. we meet with him regularly every week. Okay. You know, I, I talk to him every day, but we have our yeah. mentors in the business who have been with, uh, you know, outside the family, but who have just been with our company for years. You know, okay. my mentors are Michael White and Jim Butler. Mm. Michael's been with us for close to 20 years. Jim Butler has been with my dad now for tw- uh, 33 years now. Right. Uh, yeah. And so those are my two mentors who I meet with regularly nice. uh, to talk with. So it's, it's, we have the resource obviously of him, sure. but there's so many other throughout the, throughout the building uh, that can help. I think of, you know, Jim Tatum, JT, who's in Greenville, South Carolina. He's actually a trans world franchisee now, but was my dad's first employee okay. uh, 38 years ago. Yeah. So, you know, he's a great mentor to me as well. And, nice. you know, it's having those people, you know, in your life who you can still ask questions to mm. and be a sounding board. And, you know, frankly, the brothers and cousins use each other a lot too to yeah. run by decisions. So, yeah. but it is about trust at the end of the day. And that's the, I think the best thing about a family business is you do trust each other the most, their family. I mean, they're yeah. not going anywhere at the end of the day. So yeah. uh, that's one of the biggest benefits to a family business. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So 
family business, right? It can also be uh, some difficult moments, heated moments at the times, right? So, you know, navigating those family dynamics, right? Um, Talking over uh, family business, you know, can sometimes come with unique challenges, right? Uh, To say the least. And how do you navigate those family dynamics and remain professional boundaries uh, while working with relatives? It's, it's tough. I mean, it's yeah. tough, especially when you're really close to family. Right. Um, you know, you're really close personally with people. You want to be able to, to deal with them how you would outside of the office. Mm. At the same time, you, there's a difference between family and positions in the office. Mm. So, right. And, and we're all family, right? We all are. My dad has the legacy and has the, uh, the, the vision to ultimately pass the business down to family members. But, and that never changes. We're all equal partners in that side yep. of things. However, there's a difference between roles and responsibility, right, in the day-to-day of the company. Mm. And so it's respecting those those people and what position they're in and ultimately staying in the lane. Like, yeah. I report to AJ. AJ's my boss, my oldest brother. Okay. So, you know, I can't, you know, sometimes it's hard to deal with AJ as the older, as the president versus the older brother, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But we have an awesome working relationship and yeah. uh, there's a lot of mutual respect there that happens because we're siblings. Right. Uh, but you have to look at it like he's the president of Starpoint Brands, yeah. right? Yeah. And how, how do you respond to that? Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I talked uh, in my first episode, it was sort of a solo episode and I talked about, you know, having that family dynamic um, you know, and it being tough sometimes, you know, you, you have a heated argument or whatever at work and then you're, you know, at Thanksgiving, you're like, Hey, pass the rolls. Right. And, <laughs> you know. Well, it, and, you know, my, my, my mom is so good with that. She tries to keep us completely mm. out of any business talk at, okay. at, at the house, which is very, very unsuccessful, but <laughs> I she tries imagine. her hardest to, to do that. Yeah. As well, yeah. Yeah. As yeah. Well. So we, uh, my wife and I, Selena had talked about having a, uh, a spot on the way home because, you know, it's, yeah. working with uh my wife uh so we have a railroad tracks moment we cross the railroad tracks we just leave everything there you're, you're done again we try to sometimes you yeah. know depends yeah. on how mm-hmm. heated the day was right it may linger to the driveway or something like that so sure. I, yeah. I respect that <laughs> <laughs> hey you know one of the things i find out about entrepreneurs is we're passionate right we're passionate and it's 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 very difficult sometimes to turn it off as an entrepreneur right and so yeah it just sometimes it bleeds over a little bit and you just make the best of it so totally and, and yeah. I, I will tell you too donnie we me and my fiance are the same way with that okay we, we try our hardest because again she works here she's yeah. our director of marketing for yeah. ufg okay and we try our hardest to, to keep it off uh, off right. of dates or you know the car yeah. Uh, but it's hard, you know, especially when you're super passionate, like you said about it. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. All right. Cool. So uh, tips, a uh, little bit more on the tip side, right? Uh, based on your experience, what advice would you give a business owner who has, um, who, who are preparing to pass their business, you know, like to the next generation, right? So like, for instance, me, right? My, my end goal for all the businesses to pass them on you know, where they, they are being at least ran and owned by, you know, family member, right? What are some tips on that? Well, I I think number one is let them work in different parts of the business to understand the business Mm. as a whole, you know, have them work different areas, see a different experience so they can relate to different employees Mm. as well. And that goes to the next thing is make sure that especially the key employees are bought in on the vision mm. as well. Okay. Right. Cause sometimes it can get, it can, it can come across as, 
oh, this person is just putting his kid in the role, you know, yeah. ultimately they didn't, they didn't earn it. Right. Mm. Or they're not qualified enough. I'll tell you, my dad was, we were, we were so intentional with this that by the time, you know, I was put in the position to be president of fully promoted, not one person questioned, was it earned or nice. was I the best person for it? Yeah. Not one person did. So it's making sure the, the communication is out there to the, to the staff, but also that the person who is the successor is earning it again every day, working the hardest. Yeah. You know, I, I don't look at, and me and my brothers and cousins don't look at being a part of the family business as now you have the privilege to take it easy. We yeah. look at it as if, okay, now there's more pressure to be successful mm. and there's higher expectations to be successful. Yeah. So that's, that's the making sure that mindset is ingrained in the next generation mm -hmm. uh, is so, so important. Uh, but I, I also think having mentors in place, having clear expectations. Uh, again, I, I like this one the most that it's not always the oldest uh, who takes over, yeah. right? It's not, it's not always the oldest. It could be younger ones. So, right. you know, being patient as well, you know, that was something that my, my dad also made clear growing up is I don't yeah. care how old you are or, you know, what, how long you've been with the company, ultimately it's whoever earns it, earns it right. at the end of the yeah. day. And yeah. so, you know, I think that's, that's really, really important. Mm -hmm. For sure. Definitely. You know, uh, I love that, right? Making them earn it, putting them in different positions where, you know, if there's one aspect of the business, they know it. They don't have to be good at everything, but they definitely need to earn it mm -hmm. along the way and cool. know it enough where if they need to step in to run that, then it's a yes, sir, definitely will and, and do a good job at it. Totally. Uh, and again, you, you hit the nail on the head. There don't have to be experts on everything. I would right. not consider myself an expert uh, in accounting by any means. All right. Now I can get, I can read PL. Of course I can. Sure. I can read a balance sheet. I can read a statement of cash flows. Right. Mm. I'm proficient in that, but yeah. wouldn't say I'm an expert there. Sure. But it's then knowing what your weaknesses are and asking questions to the Todd Newtons, our CFO, right. you know, to the Ailey Whitfields, our controller, to make mm. sure you understand the, the aspects of that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. So uh, fully promoted uh, has, seen significant growth oh how many locations uh, do you have underneath you uh, in fully promoted we have just under 280 worldwide locations worldwide okay so worldwide. we're mm -hmm. at in the in, outside the united states what countries we are yeah so we, we have 170 in the u.s okay we currently are in canada nice mexico okay we are in uk we just launched that master partner uh just last year ah, congrats. Uh, new zealand and 56 in Australia, actually now. So wow, okay. quite, quite a bit uh, in Australia. Canada, we're about 30, 20, 28, I was in Canada. Okay. So. Well, if you ever need anybody to go to New Zealand, then give me a call <laughs> and uh, I'll jump over there and help you out. Okay. I'll take you up on that. I'll take you up on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So fully promoted has definitely seen a significant growth, um, you know, especially during your leadership that, I, that I've noticed once you took over. Um what strategies have you implemented uh, to expand the franchise and you know ensure uh, its continued success in the competitive marketplace? Sure. So there's two areas of growth that we look at. Okay. Um, the first is obviously most important, and that's system wide sales or average unit sales per location. Right? How much are how much product and sales our franchisees in the business are selling? Okay. And the key important thing there is to define defining who we are, what we do, why people should do business with us. Mm. 
because a lot of people do what we do at the end of the day. A lot of people sell branded apparel. They sell pens with logos or cups or sure. you know, hats and shirts, whatever, right? A lot of people do what we do. What differentiates us in the marketplace? You know, real people, real products or results. Yeah. You know, again, people can go online. They could buy stuff online if they want to. That caters more towards B2C. We deal directly with businesses. We're mm-hmm. a B2B company that can sit down with someone and ultimately manage their order from start to finish to help them overcome a problem, whether it's employee retention, whether it's acquiring new customers, whether it's morale in their in their office. We can ultimately solve that problem through branded apparel and promotional products. And so I think, Donnie, it was just kind of taking a step back to finding who we are and then pushing it out through our marketing, uh, which I'm so excited about. The new marketing company, our ad fund just hired, where we're going to be putting in uh, about half a million dollars into content creation nice. uh, for our franchisees. Okay. And so very, very excited about that. Yeah. Um, so that's the first thing is ultimately growing sales as a brand, our system-wide sales. Yeah. The second thing is in terms of new locations, right? Joining the team. That's the franchise development side of things. Mm. Uh, and we were able to really, really grow that last year. And I, I, I think we're going to continue to do that this year too. Mm. To give some perspective, in 2022, we added 11 new locations. In 2023, we added 33 new locations. Wow. So okay. we tripled the growth in new franchisees um, year over year. Um, and my goal for this year is to do 35 to 40 again. Um, but again, it's getting good people at the right time in the right area. That's the, that's the important thing for us. And so looking to continue to do that through our recruiting efforts, mm. uh, that's ultimately targeting people on LinkedIn, uh, using recruiting firms to really make sure we get the best candidates who are going to grow our brand and not look at it as a hobby business, but actually a, a big business for them. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt. Um, what are what are some of the most valuable lessons that you have learned um, as a business owner, particularly in the context of you know taking over the family business, right? Mm-hmm. If you had to say, you know, hey, these are some golden nuggets that I've learned, right? And you would want to pass them on, right? What what would that be? Uh, I I would say uh, listen first, mm-hmm. uh, speak later. Um, I think. Sometimes when you've been part of a family business, there's sometimes people in the building assume you know certain things, mm. which you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. I don't know what that is, right? right. And so it's listening, asking questions. Mm. I think is so important. Don't fit, you know, don't fake it till you make it. Yeah. Ask the questions to understand it. Right. Yep. You can get by if you, you know, with being a part of family business. You know, people will listen to what you say and they'll assume you know everything. Don't be afraid to mess up and make a mistake and ask a question to understand something. Mm-hmm. That's been kind of my biggest, uh, I would say my most important um, uh, thing that I've done over the last couple of years is just ask questions, yep. take lots of notes, um, and don't think you know everything. You know, right. Don't fake it till you make it. Yeah. I always say questions are the mother of learning. Right? Mm-hmm. Questions <laughs> are the mother of learning. Absolutely. Question. My dad says questions are a sign of intelligence, not a sign of weakness. True story. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a a book I read. uh, It's called uh, Great uh, Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. Mm. And uh, just I I love that book. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Are there any well? Are there any mistakes that you've made along the way that you've learned from? Right. I mean, uh, yeah. Surely. Oh, sure. Dig dig down deep. Yeah. Go ahead. Of course. Yeah. I mean, there's, 
there's always mistakes and, you know, yeah. hopefully they're not too big mistakes, you know, but you, sure. you learn from those mistakes and you, you, you hopefully are asking people advice before you make those decisions. So you catch them, but mm-hmm. ultimately of course there's mistakes throughout the day, yeah. you know, especially going back to back to back meetings, you know, sometimes I, I'm in, I, you know, today, for example, I 17 meetings today, oh right. Yeah. Back to back to back from seven 30 to seven 30 mm. today. It's you're making quick decisions, and sometimes you don't take a step back and slow down and say, yeah. mm, "Is that what I really want to do? Is that the decision I want to make?" Instead of just getting it done, yeah. the decision. So, you know, that's when you got to be careful, uh, especially when we're busy and everyone's busy. Everyone's busy. Yeah. You know, I my biggest pet peeve when someone is when someone says, "I'm so busy, I'm too busy." Mm-hmm. Everyone is busy, especially if you own a business or you're running a business, you're slammed. So, it's about making sure to take time and prioritize. You know the important things and 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 don't answer everything right away you know mm. don't answer the decisions right away there could be more information you need to gather uh and more time you need to take to make that decision yeah yeah for sure well um i'll tell you i've really enjoyed this this uh this time uh one thing that you know i just want to you know make sure that we give some tangible things to the business owners right and uh if you had to give, you know, and, and you've given some great advice so far and some tips and stuff, uh, but if you were to talk to that that business owner, right, that's just starting the business, they they mm-hmm. maybe maybe they bought a franchise from you know yeah. United Franchise Group, or maybe it's a lawn care guy or a you know a, a roofer or something like that, and they just started. Um, first ninety days, what are some advice that you would give them in starting the business? The first ninety days of business. Uh- uh, number one, breathe. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah. There's a lot going on, especially because mm. a lot of our franchisees are first time business owners. They've never owned a business. Mm. And so it's okay. If you don't know everything from day one, yeah. breathe, ask questions and sell mm. sales cures all issues mm. at the I end like of the that. day. You can always mark. There's no excuse to always market your business. Mm. You can always go out and introduce your business and your or your concept to new people and to spread the word about your company. Mm-hmm. So sales cures all all problems. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So uh, throw a little curveball your question. So, are would you be more like if you had to categorize your your marketing uh, passion? Right? Are you more of a hey online? marketer or boots on the ground type marketer which one do you think is more effective can i say both yeah (laughs) Yeah, i know right i know you should do both frankly but for me if i was saying me it's more of boots on the ground you know ultimately getting in introducing yourself to different people face to face shaking people's hands showing them what you do but you know that's because there's more control that way Mm. there's more control you don't know who's going to get your your online marketing you can eat target email people and obviously you should sure it's kind of two you should take two different approach more yeah. of a, that's a more of a straight approach versus a, a scattered atro- approach online yeah yeah and i and i definitely love the answer because i agree a hundred percent you should do both um yes. and i and i i enjoy both I, I personally do um i really enjoy the relationship building the relationship with you know potential new customers i think uh the relationship will carry you a lot further in business. And uh, so that's, I really like the relationship aspect of it. Totally. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Well, man, I, Andrew, I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy guy, 17 meetings. Oh my gosh. I thought I had a busy day with five meetings. So uh, 
Anyway, I'll let you go. Maybe I can get you a little out here a little bit early and you can enjoy some coffee or something before your next meeting. So I appreciate nope. it. And uh, thank you very much. No problem, Donnie. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. Now, hey, guys, if y'all are still watching, that tells me that you uh, love what you're hearing. I need you to do me a favor and like and subscribe. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, then, man, if you could give us a review, but go to YouTube, share that out and uh, help us get this out to any new business owner. That's what we're looking for on this episode, to give them uh, just this beginning mindset. Any new business owner, share this out to them. We'll see you later next on The Biz Life.